Alright. Good morning. It's February 12th, 2019. It's Tuesday. Soon to be snowy Tuesday, apparently. Uh, they closed schools very early around. They closed schools last night. I don't know. I'm going to say around 8.30, 9 o'clock. Yeah, about 9 o'clock or so. It's closer to 9. Got the text message from the school saying things, shit's closed. Not a, not a drop of snow. Sky, nothing this morning. It's supposed to start at around like 9 o'clock and then go like through the afternoon commute. So at least I get to look forward to that at work today. And there'll be a lot. Oh, people, people will be up in arms over the snow. Are we going to be allowed to go home early today? Uh, is it going to be a bad commute? This and that. And uh, you know what? Uh, it's it's fucking brutal. If it, I've told my boss before that I know it's uh, if I've driven down there, I don't. I usually take the train down. So if I've driven down, I told my boss, look, it's snowing. I have I have quite a ride. Um, let me go now, and he's no problem. You go now. But I don't understand why everybody's got to fucking chatter about it all the goddamn time. Good morning. This is the 22, a Catch-22 podcast, taped live every day from my own personal Catch-22, my morning commute. I got about 22 minutes on my drive to the train station, and I thank you for spending it with me. That was, that was a pretty good radio intro there. I'm not a radio guy. Just, I'm just a, a guy BS with you. I've in the past have said that, like the advent of sports radio, it's supposed to be two guys at a bar talking sports. This this is just one lunatic in his car ranting about whatever the fuck is on his mind. Uh, yesterday, we talked about the dueling billboard controversy here in our fair state of Connecticut. Absolute lunacy as uh, five or six people went out this past weekend to protest fact that Weed Maps had bought a billboard in New Haven on I-91 North stating that weed was legal in 60 miles. Truth, right? So six people didn't think, they didn't sit well with them. So I couldn't get out to see them. I sent them a very nice letter thanking them for their their gumption to go out there on a Saturday, on a cold Saturday, stand out with their handmade signs that all read the same exact fucking thing, and protest. Big marijuana. Hey, somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to take on these big drug companies selling dreams for $50 an ounce or whatever. Oh, man, did you see? There's a story I read this morning that this guy in Houston went into a house, an abandoned house, just to get high. And then he saw a tiger in a cage, like in the garage. And he had a, he called he thought he was hallucinating, he called the cops. And there's this thousand like overweight tiger, thousand pound tiger in the garage. Um in a in a rinky dink cage, this is from the paper that, that I read, in a rinky dink page, uh, rinky dink cage. That wasn't locked. And this thing was fat. This thing was a fat fucking tiger. Now, there's a lot going on in this story. 
if you're going to abandoned houses to get high, I, I need more information on this gentleman. I need to know more. What? Where do you get in your life? I don't remember if they even said the guy's age. He wasn't like a teenager. I think a teenager would have run away and never talked about it again, right? So he's got to be a little bit. He's got to have some sort of age to him. I think a teenager would be too scared to call the cops. Because now he know now cops know he smokes pot. His mom knows he smokes pot. You can't have that. So he's definitely not a teenager, right? So where are you at in life if you have to find an abandoned house to get high? This guy either still he's got to still live at home. I'm not even gonna entertain the fact that he probably yeah, he might have a girlfriend. <laughs> he lives with his girlfriend. No way. This guy definitely still lives at home, right? Hundred percent lives with his mother. Lives with his parents. And just needed a place to get high. And he goes into this. And he sneaks into an abandoned house. Either that or he's a bum. That's the only other thing. That's the only other option, right? He's got either he's a bum or he lives at home. And he thought he was so high he was hallucinating. So how much pot is this motherfucker smoking that he thinks he's getting high? So the only times you really think about people hallucinating is if they take if they smoke like way too much, right? I used to have to smoke a lot of pot to fucking hallucinate. A lot. There was a story in the paper yesterday that said uh this older guy took a, a weed lollipop. He ate a weed lollipop with seventy grams of weed in it. Now you're not supposed to take that much weed. Right? A joint's got about seven grams, right? So I think that's what I read. I sh- this is numbers I should know, but I just I never did the math on my fucking joints. But uh, a joint's got about seven grams. Uh, lollipop's got about seventy grams. So he took about ten times. Like if, I can't smoke a joint to the head. I'm not smoking a joint to the head these days. I'm not. I'm not doing that. I remember the days when we would like fucking pass the blunt around, but those days are gone, man. I don't do that shit anymore. Smoke a joint, like smoke half a joint. Play the front nine, smoke another half a joint in the back nine, right? That's <laughs> that's one way to do it. But no, I don't do that anymore. But so anyway, like seventy grams. That's a ton for somebody to take to the head, and he had a heart attack. It's not funny. He had a heart attack. I'm, of course, like the day that I write a letter that said that we never killed anybody. Basically, that's what the letter said to these people that protested. This guy fucking almost goes and kills himself. That's a lot of weed for an old man to be taking. Uh, so how much weed is this guy in Houston smoking that he thinks he's seeing tigers? Man. Now this poor fucking tiger. I mean, you got this fat bastard who's cooped up in some Houston... Uh, some Houston garage. Who know? How the fuck did he get there? Who abandons a tiger? What sort of lifestyle are you living, where you have a pet tiger and then all of a sudden one day you're like, you know, this shit just blows up and you're like, nope, I'm leaving, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yeah, was the tiger was the tiger brought in there because it was an abandoned house, or was he abandoned there by the owner? Was the homeowner also the owner of the tiger? I got so many fucking questions for this for this story. So many. P- 
pet tiger. Read something, <laughs> read something else yesterday about how Colombia is. <laughs> this is great. Speaking of crazy wildlife stories, Colombia has a budding hippopotamus problem. A hippopotamus problem, and here's why. Pablo Escobar, on one of his islands, brought over some hippos to have pets. And these hippos started having babies. And their babies started having babies. Uh, so you know they talk about it. I'm not sure this isn't great, because now they're all fucking incestual hippo breeding. But now there's... I started with like three or four hippos, and now there's... I think I said... Uh, I don't want to give a number. I want to say... I was going to say 50, but that seems like a lot. I'm not sure 50 is the number. But now there's a budding problem. There's hippos, and hippos are dangerous to humans. <laughs> so there's a hippopotamus problem in Colombia. We have fat tigers in Houston, hippos in Colombia. Polar bears were on the loose in Russia. I didn't read that story, but I saw something about that. Mother Nature is starting to take back what's theirs, man. They are fucking pissed. Insects are dying out. We're fucking overfeeding their tigers. Hippos are gonna come back and take everybody out, man. Polar bears are gonna come. They're gonna kill everybody in their way. Don't get in their way, man. If you see a hippo, if you see a polar bear, get in your car and drive as fast as you can away from them. hippopotamus problem. So I wrote that letter to uh, these protesters, this organization, Coalition for a Better Connecticut, and they said 48 hours to get back to me, and I'm eagerly waiting their reply. I asked them very kindly for information about the dangers of marijuana. Basically saying that, look, there's a million other things you could be worked up about. Okay? Teenagers die in motor motor vehicle accidents. Teenagers die by homicide. Teenagers die by by suicide. Much greater rates. Overdose. Cirrhosis of the liver is a growing problem for young people. Now, alcohol poisoning kills college students. Opioid addiction due to prescription medication is is at crazy levels. Fentanyl, heroin, killing our young. And you're going to go out there protesting a sign, a fucking billboard that advertises marijuana 60 miles from its location. That is the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my life. There are so many better causes that I could get behind. This gives a good letter. I gotta, I'll post it. Once I get a response, I'll put it up. I want to hear what they have to say. Uh, let's see. Kareem Hunt signed with the Browns yesterday. This is tough, man. Man, I really wanted to like the Browns. Just to have, just to kind of have a passing interest in him. I love Baker Mayfield. I fucking love that kid. Quarterback like that, balls like he's got huge balls. Comes out there, he's a little bit of a gunslinger. Comes out and played great in his rookie year. 
I was sold. I liked them. I liked them in Hard Knocks, and then I was sold second half of that Jets game on Thursday Night Football. And he came in. He took over. He knew this guy was a leader, right? Maybe I don't know if he's a good good leader, but good enough. Seems like a good leader. It seems like he wants to win. He wants to improve and get better. I was looking forward to watching him develop here as uh, his career goes on. Kind of like having that Browns team to, to root for on the peripheral, you know. We all have, you know, we root for the, of course, the Giants are my team, but we all have teams who kind of, maybe because of a player or two players or a coach or you just like the organization. Like, I want to root for the Raiders, and one day I will again, but not with Gruden, not with how he's doing it. No way. Not the Gruden Raiders. Can't get behind them. I want to root for the Raiders, man. I really do. I can't. So now the Browns are like my Raiders. Just a team that you know that you follow on the side. But you're not gonna like go out and buy their gear. You're not gonna go out and buy. The, they want a championship. You're not gonna go out and buy their championship gear. Shit like that. But just a team that you kind of follow. <clears throat> just for fun, for, for shits, like a secondary team, and the Browns were, I think the Browns are going to be a lot of people's second team, and Baker is going to be a lot of people's favorite quarterback, but now they go out and they sign Kareem Hunt, who we got on video, punching and kicking a woman, there's a, I'm not here today to tell you you should not, never get a second chance, I'm just saying, you can't go out there, you can't, you can't be the first fucking free agent you sign. Sure. Uh, look, the Browns do it now. They get the controversy. It's going to come back. I mean, if that's even the thinking where you want to get the controversy out of the way, so then when it comes time to put them on the field, it's going to come back to them. It's going to come back again then, too. There's no avoiding this. I just I don't understand the need to sign a guy now. Is the guy's talented running back? Yeah, he is. Me. Is there a chance that he's not going to suit up at all? I mean, suspension hasn't even been handed down yet. Is there a chance he doesn't even suit up at all? Yeah. Is it, wor- is it worth looking like... Is it? Tra- if, you're gonna, if you're trying to win a football game in 2019, is it, is it worth the optics of, of signing this guy right now? I'm not saying he should never sign. I'm saying he should never. He should. You know, the thing with Ray Rice is this: he's gone public with the, with his wife, with the woman, and you know, you say what you will about that. If that's if that's an issue, if that, if she has her own issues, uh, Ray Rice's wife has issues with. Um, I forget what it's called, but when you're like protective of your abuser, uh, that's to be determined by powers that are not me. But he went public with his wife, and the wife publicly forgave him. Look, and that was as ugly an incident as there is. And he went unsigned. Until this day, right? Uh, yeah, video of Kareem Hunt a year ago doing that. Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs cut, Chiefs cut him, like, immediately. I don't, know if was, I don't know if it was immediately. The Chiefs cut him. And he waits his NFL penalty, his suspension. And I just don't know. It's not worth the optics, man. It's not worth the headache. 
And Vieira, this year, this young team, this budding team. And you just watched, you just watched the, the Patriots win again. And they don't, they don't have a big time running back. I, look, they have, they have a good team of running backs. That's it. They're, they've found a way. They've specialized the running back position um, between White and Burkhead. <laughs> and I don't know that you need to go out of your way to sign a guy like Kareem Hunt right now. You just, you just don't have to. You just don't have to. It's not worth it, man. And it's, it's, it's gross. It's gross. It leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth. And all that goodwill you had as that scrappy underdog team is out the window the second you bring in Kareem Hunt. Kyler Murray, that's their last subject of the day right there. Kyler Murray, uh, he's declared for the NFL draft. This is a, this is, look, I don't know if it's the right move or the wrong move or what, but you go to play Major League Baseball, you're not going to be on a roster. Sure. And I think that window remains open. If something goes wrong in football, he doesn't make, doesn't make it in football. I mean, it is what it is, and he's going to have that opportunity again to just kind of—he goes go back to the A's or anybody else and uh, and try and rehash his baseball career. I'm not saying it's perfect, but it's a good back—it's a good backup plan. <laughs> it really is. Say so go. I mean, if you're going to be a top pick in the NFL draft, you're going to be the face of a franchise, possibly. Yeah, the knocks on him are they small? They yet we haven't seen a lot of them. But this guy seems like he's going to be worth the risk for teams that need a quarterback. So, and the Giants are going to be looking at him. I don't know. If, I have no idea if Giants should be picking this guy up or uh, or what. So that's a whole other story. But Kyler Murray goes to the NFL Welcome draft, and I wait to see as how many draft pundits make fools of themselves <laughs> one way or the other on Kyler Murray. I don't know jack shit about the guy. I'm not going to lie. I don't know anything about the guy. I just I know basically what I just told you. Not enough of a sample size. Oh, man. Here we go. I'm in a garage. I never come to the garage. And this is why. Here I have this fucking moron. Thinking he's going to find the perfect spot. I've ne- uh, This guy's going incredibly... This guy... Oh, for fuck's sake, man. What? There, there's not going to be a spot down here, man. You're on the first fucking level of a... You're on the first level of a parking garage on a day it's going to fucking snow. You know we gotta catch a train, right? Fucking asshole. Ah, uh, come on, man. Go straight, go straight, go straight, go straight. Ah. Uh. 
Is this guy fucking for real right now? I can't believe this. I got, I came in here to fucking zoom up to the fourth floor, and this guy's fucking cherry picking spots that don't exist. Yo, you're in a fucking parking garage. It's gonna snow in two hours. People fucking thought about this ahead of time. Chances are, oh, for fuck's sake, man. All right, listen, man. I mean, this guy's creeping through the fucking garage. Like he's gonna fucking find a. I I can't. This guy's driving like he's ninety-five years old. I've never seen anything like this, man. Well, missing my train because of a fucking Dodge four x four. There we go, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, man, I, I 100% would have made my fucking train. If it wasn't for this fucking guy. I'm going to miss it because this asshole. All right, well, that's it for... Oh, and he went right by a fucking spot, too. <laughs> he missed a spot back there, Chooch. You weren't going slow enough. Oh, of course. Well, I didn't want to park that. I don't like parking that. There's this... There's this very... I've done this a million times. It's a very specific spot. Or area that I'm going to find. Adios, motherfucker. Thank Christ. You fucking dummy. Jesus. All right, that's it for me. I'm going to fucking find this spot. I'm going to get the exact spot that I knew was available. And I'll be back. I don't know. We'll see. Enjoy. Good luck today. If you're on the East Coast, good luck with the snow. Hey, you'll be fucking fine. And uh, have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. Especially not Dodge 4x4s in the parking garage. Have a great fucking day. Talk to you soon.